Gamer Podcast number 456. I'm your host, Josh Wise, joined by Rich Walker. Hello. Hello. Um, 456, that's three successive numbers. It's good, that. Oh, yeah. It's nice, Maybe this will be a special one. 456. 456. Hey, imagine yeah. when we're doing 789. That'd be mad, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Mm. That's that's a long way off, but yeah. something, to, something to aim for. Something yeah, yeah, yeah why, not? why not? Or 567. That's the next time it'll happen. True, yeah. I didn't yeah. think of that. I'm getting ahead of myself. How's, uh, have you had a good week? What have you been up to? Um, I've been playing Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which we'll talk about later. That's mostly mm-hmm. what I've been doing this week. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, we had a crisis with the fish in our fish pond. <laughs> oh, no. um, this yesterday. isn't the first time that he's he's gotten into fishy trouble, is it? Oh, this this is a proper crisis. So basically, when, when we moved in here four years ago, we had like three or four fish in the pond. The cats had two of them, so we're quite attached to this last fish now because he's you know he's the survivor. He's the one who's stuck around <laughs> and held in there. <laughs> but yesterday, um, after Elise had cleaned out the pond. She like cut back the lily pads and everything, and oh yeah, dragged out a load of pondweed and stuff. Cause she had a day mm. to herself, and I was working, so you know, don't judge me. <laughs> I didn't help, but you know, she wanted to do it. You provided some sort of moral support. I don't. Well, I went out there, and she had a load of pondweed in this container that she'd ripped out of the pond. I was like, "What are you doing? Like that provides the pond with oxygen, you know. You <laughs> need to put some of that back." She's mm. like, "No, no, no, no. It'll re- it'll grow. It'll grow." I'm like, "It won't." Like, not in time. The fish has to breathe the blooming oxygen. Mm. And so she sort of reluctantly put a bit of it back. Um, and then the fish started behaving weirdly, sort of bobbing around, sort of drunkenly swimming and coming up to the surface and stuff. And I was like, look, see? He's drunk. So, yeah. He's and so she went mad, going, oh, my God, no, what have I done? And so she she ran to, like, the sort of local hardware store to get like a oxygen pump for the pond to try and rescue the fish because she was scared it was going to die and she brought it back and all the bits for it were missing she hadn't like checked in the box I was like this this is no good we can't use this poor fish he's having a real crisis moment well this was from it was the range I'll give him a little shout out. Don't know why, but yeah, a shout out or actually a slag off. But well, I don't think it's their fault. It's just people sort of opening the boxes <laughs> and helping themselves to accessories, which is ridiculous. Thieving, thieving. thieving. yeah, pilfering. Yeah. Um, so she took it back and got one with the bits in it in like a mad panic because you know it was like a race against time. <laughs> yeah, race. Yeah, this fish is trying to breathe. He's bobbing up and down. Yeah. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And so we got we got this oxygen pump out of the box. And it's just like flex. There's no plug on the end of the wire. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So we had to like get find a lamp we weren't using, remove the plug, wire the plug in, then Jesus. find a way of like plugging it in outside and getting the pump into the pond before the fish died. And we, we managed to do it in the end, and the fish is um, much happier, it seems. But He's um, managed to, to hang on to do it. Yeah, yeah, but my God... That that was what an ordeal. Yeah, that's been the main drama this week. That that's yeah, a bit like Aquaman, like caring for the yeah. fishes that much. You know, that's, well, that's big time. you know, he's he's a survivor, and you know, for him to mm. go out like that would have just been awful. Mm. You know, mm. poor little true. poor little fella. Good on him. Good on yeah, the fish. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. on you. Good yeah. on Elise. <laughs> yeah, but thanks. you know, if if any thieves out there are listening, 
Yeah, stop G- it. Going, going into bloody, you know, home hardware shops and thieving mm. out of the box. Just know that you might be responsible for a fish's death. Yeah, exactly. You didn't think of so, that, did you, when you were some, taking to bear the nozzles out and the little oxygen yeah. stones and whatever? <laughs> bloody nozzle thieves out yeah. there. Unbelievable. <laughs> Who does um, that? Honestly. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go, oh, what are you going to do today? Well, I fancy some nozzles. Yeah, yeah, yeah some fountain <laughs> nozzles. Yeah, yeah pump, pump just, nozzles. Just... <laughs> Stick them on eBay, mate. Make a quid. Low lives. Low lives. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Disgraceful. Bond TV show. Oh, yeah. Is this mm. a thing? No, it's not. Oh, but right. <laughs> sort of. I mean, I mean, it's it's that thing where it's been not irresponsibly reported but just, yeah. <clears throat> you know, they know what they're doing with well, the headlines. You know, it's like, it's a game show. Have you heard about it? Oh, no, I haven't. I mean, I hate to burst your bubble, though, Josh. There has been mm. a Bond TV show. <laughs> yes, and it didn't work. James Bond Jr., <laughs> a brilliant animated yeah. series. Famously, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, this one was because obviously, you know, Amazon bought MGM, whenever yeah. that was. And obviously yeah. a lot of people were like, oh, no. I mean... Is I hope we're not going to see, like, you know, fucking James Bond in high school TV show or whatever. Because, you know, that was a thing, like, in the early 2000s, like, Barbara Broccoli was, like... Really? There was something where it was no. going to be, like, James Bond at Eton or something no, like that. No, 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 and, and, like, she basically... She, she was just like, yeah, I sort of nixed that. Like, no, did not want that. So, you know, I obviously heard the headline the other day. A friend of mine told me, he's like, oh, I've seen this Bond TV show. And I was obviously up in art. I was like, what? You know, so I went to check it out. It's not. It's a game show. Right. It's just, it's just contestants just try and recreate a load of shit from the Bond movies. It's like, well, all right, all right. It's, it's a Bond TV show. No, it's a TV show that is about Bond in some way. It's not really a Bond TV. It's not the way that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's called 007. 007's Road to a Million is what it's called, <laughs> which is a shit name. It's rubbish. Um, yeah. Isn't it? That's rubbish. Yeah, that What's is rubbish. That? It's nothing. 007's Road to a Million, and it's a yeah. Bond-style spin, apparently, on a race around the world. Oh, wow, okay. Do they have, mm. like, machine guns fitted to the cars uh, or anything? They haven't, got, they, haven't, <laughs> they haven't gone into that. No, they better. <laughs> but, but, I mean, it's not like Amazon's short of a few quid. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all in Aston Martins with machine guns and oil slicks and all that. <laughs> yeah. Then have them race. Look them up, get us some NOS. Yeah. Yeah. I might yeah. be mildly interested. Then I might, yeah. But mm. so that was that was that was item number item number two mm-hmm. uh, of the of the news this week. So I thought, well, well I'm annoyed about that. <laughs> and uh and then the bloody Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the oh, Oscars. Yeah. This bit this bit the news cycle won't stop. It's I've gone. seen some people saying, Yeah, he did the right thing. I'm like, did he? <laughs> Yeah, I don't did, did he really? Yeah, is that what we do in polite society? <laughs> yeah, yeah I a mean, professional comedian. <laughs> the, it was a rubbish joke, but oh know, yeah, maybe like, sort of say, look, Chris, mate, that was out of order. Yeah, yeah, I think he has apologised now. But I just yeah, woke yeah, up I the next morning. Have. A couple of people texted me like, "Have you seen this bloody madness at the Oscars?" Which is funny because. The Oscars is like, you know, the numbers are dwindling year on year anyway. The sort of viewership numbers. <laughs> is this, like, do you think this was a thing to yeah, get the numbers the back up? Yeah, actually. <laughs> I found I saw something earlier that was, <laughs> it was like Reuters had debunked some 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 joker. <laughs> had like a photo that had, apparently it had been doctored and it showed Chris Rock had some sort of 
padding on his cheek or something like that and, it, and they were like Reuters had come out and be like, as if it was all a setup, you know and then he'd have been Reuters talking would... weird with padding in his face <laughs> I know and like yeah, yeah as if it wouldn't have been like noticeable yeah. and then they were just like well no we have photos before and after like obviously not like <laughs> There always has Absolutely. to be some sort of conspiracy, doesn't there? That's the first uh, place people's brains go. <laughs> no, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. And also, I like the idea that, um, that like this happens, uh, <laughs> and so the sort of logical response in in a person is to go, "Well, I better tune in next year because there might be some violence." <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like that's guaranteed to raise the viewership stakes. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. If there was well, some sort of incident guaranteed, you'd choose. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. No, but I mean... Well, yeah, that's it's the thing. not a guarantee to happen. It's not a guarantee, is no. it? Yeah, I mean, Christ, if there was, then I would. Yeah, mm, absolutely. What's it going to yeah, be? No. Yeah. yeah, no. Next year, I'm sure it'll just be the normal, boring Oscars. Same again. Same yeah. again. Yeah. Anyway, it's about that time. Uh, overlooking certain films as well and talent. Yeah. Giving them the to Oscars some people. want to do. Not giving them to other people. Classic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right. It's time for us to talk video games. This week, uh, we've both been playing uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Which yes, is a spin-off of Borderlands. Yeah, um, kind of a, kind of an odd one, I guess. It's like <clears throat> Tiny Tina, the character in the Borderlands universe, which is like a post-apocalyptic Fallout-style wasteland. Mm-hmm. Only the premise of the game is that Tiny Tina is a DM in a sort of Dungeons and Dragons-style board game. Yeah. Uh, and she's hosting a group of people around the table and has imagined a kind of fantasy land, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Sort of classic D&D fantasy with dice rolls and all that sort of stuff. Um, <clears throat> it's still the same kind of looter-shooter thing underneath that Borderlands was, but it's been yeah. given a sort of fantasy-style uh, reskin, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, yeah, well, calling it a reskin's maybe a bit harsh <laughs> yeah but i know what you mean a twist a fantasy twist uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Sh- sure uh so what's what's your sort of uh you, you've been enjoying it yeah well um i mean it's also sort of an extension of the idea they uh started with assault on dragon keep um mm. the dlc for borderlands 2 mm. which followed the same concept so it's, <clears> yeah they're kind of fleshing that out um but yeah i liked mm. it and i liked some of the little kind of tabletop RPG twists they chucked in there. Like, mm. you know, spells and, you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suppose the spells really only kind of replace grenades, I guess. Um, and I remember you can wield swords border- and things, can't you? And axes and hammers and stuff. Yeah. I mean, sort of. But isn't... Because I played Borderlands 3, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it was my memory of that game that... Your guys had powers anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still have that same kill skill or whatever they call it. So you got that. Yeah, and the skill trees are the same. The skill trees are the same. I mean, I don't think I'm that harsh saying it's a reskin. 
I, I didn't... I mean, I don't know. Maybe that is a little bit harsh. For me, it just felt like more Borderlands, but with a fantasy... Oh. Um, yeah. Is that, maybe that's a little... I mean, I don't know, really. Are the, are the sort of character upgrades... Uh, meaningfully different from Borderlands did you think you know they're sort of like upping your your abilities and all that sort of stuff is there room for maybe more of an RPG bent there than there was I suppose not I mean the main RPG thing I guess is once you reach level 40 and you start to do your myth rank and Mm. you start sort of getting a little bit more granular with some of the upgrades Um, yes yeah yeah and some of the armors and stuff and like the spell books and you can wear like rings and amulets that give you buffs and stuff yeah, so sort of passive buffs and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I had fun kind of messing about with my build and whatever. I felt like mm. a, there was a little bit more depth maybe than the Borderlands games proper. Mm. Um, but yeah, I suppose dungeons and sort of self-contained little combat encounters are different as well. They've got the overworld. And the which overworld, is, which is a kind of different, yeah. Different thing. That's where you sort of you run about the overworld map like it's a kind of board, like you know, sort of tabletop landscape. Um, well, yeah, it's your custom character because this is the first Borderlands as well with the custom character, and the mm. tabletop is your custom character with a a big head, isn't it, running around a mm. top down, yeah, overworld, <laughs> yeah. a little sort of big head figurine sort of wobbling about, running around, yeah, um, and uh, yeah, and then you can have little random encounters which you can, which you can choose to indulge in or hit or sort of hit away, you yeah, know, punch them. <clears throat> yeah, Clown. which I thought, which I felt was quite fun. I mean, I quite liked Borderlands uh, Three. I've got nothing yeah. really against Borderlands, but um, I think also it, it doesn't help that I, I, um, I don't really. That I, I don't know. Something about the tone of Borderlands kind of annoys me. It's got that really yeah. weird, like, um, sort of, I don't know, jokey, sort of relentless uh, humour, but um, quite shouty. Quite, quite shouty, sh- with quite it. shouty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. Actually, <laughs> mm. yeah, just sort of like, yeah. Well, what if we do five jokes every ten seconds and we sort of <laughs> just we just shout them at you and it's like, oh, geez, calm down. I'd rather one good joke, to be honest. You know, like there were like at one point, I think you have like um, you had like you know someone had like some C four explosive and then they said, oh, that's not very Dungeons and Dragons or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then they, they, they call, so they end up calling it Fantasy Four, you know. Mm. And I was just like, <laughs> just, I felt a little bit uncharitable because I was like, that's not funny. Um, <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> Take it seriously, please. <laughs> Repeat, not funny. Um, yeah, just sort of like, yeah, I, I get what you're doing. Um, it's not funny though. Like, and it, they've got Andy Circus and um, Wanda Sykes Andy and Serkis. Will Arnett. <laughs> Andy, Andy, Andy Samberg. <laughs> Andy Samberg. <laughs> That's the best mistake I've made yeah. on this part. It would be funnier if it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. He's got no, which is not which is nothing games. against nothing against Samberg. By the way, I like his work. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's good. I do like Samberg. I don't know if it's the script or what, but they've got these really funny people. Wanda Sykes, brilliant. Andy Samberg, brilliant. Not Andy Serkis. Will Arnett, Arnett, brilliant. Mm -hmm. Um, These are all really funny people, but they're just saying that. I just sort of, every cutscene or exchange, I just thought, oh, goodness gracious, be quiet. And (laughs) I suppose it doesn't help that Tiny Tina herself is just highly irritating for me. I just don't. um, But, but, you know, these are video games, and they are more than just their jokes and cutscenes and stuff. And I, you know, 
I totally get the the loop. You know, uh, you, mm-hmm. you're a big um, you you sort of like your, your looter shooter stuff, don't you? I do, I do, and I I really did enjoy this, but I have mm. to admit, during some of the combat encounters, I was getting a little bit bored. I actually almost nodded <laughs> off at one point because <laughs> I was just sort of holding the trigger down and just sort of. And I had to, you know, when you sort of head goes down and you wake yourself up as your head drops. <laughs> yes, yeah that, yeah, that happened to me. It oh, does. It's brilliant. just the combat encounters, just because you're in a, a an arena and you can't get out until you've completed a couple of waves or whatever. And mm. It's just like, ugh, you know. Mm. At least give me the option to, you know, go somewhere else. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're mostly optional, I guess. I mean, I did a horrible one the other day where I had to fight this <laughs> Eros Wyvern or Wither. Oh yeah, yeah, um, Wyvern. Yeah. And then when it hits you. It mm. heals itself. So I was like, oh, well, this is ridiculous. So th- this could potentially go on forever then, because I can't get out of this arena. It keeps yeah. healing itself. You have um, to not get hit whilst also dealing massive damage. Exactly, yeah. So I managed to do it in the end, but Jesus, that was ridiculous. But yeah, mm. I'd say that's my biggest gripe, is those little sort of self-contained, like I say, combat yeah. encounter things. And thankfully sure. you can slap them away. For the most part, if you want, there is that. That is a that is a tip. That's yeah. big time. That if you're in the open world, if you click the melee button, you can whack them away, which yeah. is which is really really nice actually. Um, uh-huh. And you know that speaks to a problem. I think it's um, <clears throat> not always a problem, but it can be a problem. Is um, like the kind of loot uh, genre is. I think it by its very nature, it, it's like vulnerable to having a problem with bloat. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. And I think some games manage it well, and others. I, my memories of Borderlands Three, mm-hmm. are that it managed it quite well. Yeah, I don't really remember it being like you know. My memories, for instance, just to contrast that of Marvel's Avengers, are that it did not manage it well, and I remember being because well, the um, loot was incredibly dull, was yeah, really very very boring. dull, awful yeah. stuff anyway. But mm-hmm. also just like just way too much of it all the time, and just yeah. just always just pressing the button that make, makes the higher numbers be yeah. what you've got equipped. So it's just like, well, yeah, I don't I don't really care about that. Um, well, also loot that it it's so poorly sort of um, what's the word just put together. You're constantly mm. given like rubbish stuff. That just ends up being thrown <laughs> away. It's like give me sure. something decent at least. Yes. Yes, that's true. Do you like, know there yeah. was there was a number of guns I got in Tiny Tina's Wonderlands early on, like shitty little ice machine guns, and I just mm. thought, what? I don't care. What is this? You know, switching back to the default crossbow because it just had a bit of oomph. Like I well, don't know. Yeah, I'm sure that's probably me. I'm, sh- you know. N- well, and I don't think it is. I ended up <clears> sticking <throat> with um most of the same guns for a long time like I had a level 9 gun at like level 20 something because it had good corrosive damage and you know I didn't end up changing and getting rid of that until I got like a a better one later on so yeah I don't know whether the loot's particularly well curated but still good it's still good it's it's like chewy fun yeah yeah. it's like you know it's kind of Mm. like you you can kind of get you might nod off every now and again but well that was just me I think I was tired anyway (laughs) but um, yeah I didn't know I I was also nodding off but in a sort of spiritual way not in a literal way Um, (laughs) but I didn't I did not like strongly dislike the game I I really liked it I really played it it. and I just sort of thought yeah Mm. yeah just you know, that's what it is. That's what yeah. it is. I can get on board with that. Um, but yeah. It, meanwhile, you mm-hmm. uh, 
have only gone and got stuck in with Kirby. I have, yeah. Which, uh, and I should say, Rich uh, pointed out to me mm. uh, a place where I could get it for cheap, cheap. So yeah. very thankful to you for that. And it's no the same worries. place you got it from, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Got a little, a little you, bit of a bargain. You didn't play the demo, no? No, I didn't, no. So okay, um, all right. went into it fresh, fresh mm. eyes. And I, I, I realised I don't think I've ever actually played a Kirby game properly before. Huh. This is kind of my first one. And, oh, um, wow. Man, it's just joyful. It's just pure <laughs> joy. I was just it's smiling lovely, like it? mad, yeah. <laughs> so was I. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really funny. It's like, and you know, if you've never played a Kirby game, this is kind of a funny case in point because it's the only 3D Kirby game there's yeah. ever been. And yeah. there's a, an item in the news this week about the Kirby fella saying, you know, don't expect they'll all be 3D from now on. So... <laughs> It, it I might don't care. Be, it this might... is the most successful one yet. No, don't care. You don't know, care. I'll do yeah. what I like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, yeah. I I found it so like the sort of play the the joy they take in in kind of mm. just playful light experimentation is so infectious in that yeah. game. Well, I was thinking, um, oh, I won't be getting to play as Carby for ages. I bet. Won't no, be, no. Won't be whizzing, whizzing around as Carby anytime soon. And then in the opening section, it's like, no, come on. Have a brilliant. bit of Carby Have straight of off Carby. the bat. Lovely. <laughs> and then the vending machine and the cone and everything. It's like, oh, brilliant. <laughs> they bring out all the hits yeah. early on, don't they? Yeah, it's yeah. great. Uh, it is good. Demolition Carby. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, there's not really any kind of like challenge to Kirby. I think it seems like it's more about, I think, taking simple pleasures and poking, sort of exploring the little nooks in the environment. You know, you know it'd be what, very like, easy to just breeze through that game. That's um, part of the appeal for me, I think. Absolutely. It's yeah. it's wonderful. It, I'd, I'm just going to take my Switch up to bed with me every night now mm. and just mm. play that before I go to sleep. It's, it's yeah, it is yeah. lovely, isn't it? Have you fought that big ape? Uh, I've only fought one boss. So it's the, the green-armoured twat whatever he's called oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a big, a big monkey fella that you fight which you'll be loving brilliant yeah well yeah. you know big fan of simians in games yeah yes yeah underutilized yeah. More, please. still more please yeah 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 yeah, yeah. oh well i'm glad about that i'm glad mm-hmm. about that because i play i'm glad you're enjoying kirby because i I, yeah. I played um a couple of hours sort of rinsed the demo did everything in the demo and just thought oh this is just great nobody does it like nintendo yeah it's uh, that's so exactly cool. what i was thinking like yeah no one seems to nail the same kind of mascot platformer action like Nintendo mm. do. Yeah. And, and people try yeah. and they just they f- come up short. You just, yeah. you know, incomparable. Know. And it's really. so it's so funny just like um, the, 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 the ways that they're able to succeed are ways mm-hmm. that kind of people sort of take for granted a little bit. You know, like if you, if you sort of feel what it's like to inhabit a little Nintendo world like a mario or a kirby or something you think there's nothing particularly that's going on here that leaps out at me as being that amazing but also you know you play you play enough other games out there Mm. and you just think to yourself oh yeah it's really obviously really difficult to get this right it seems like it's easy because they make it look easy but this is actually the result of you know hundreds and hundreds of people iterating on yeah you know, decades of experience, and it's yeah, something they of a joy. They just make it Plus, feel special. They do, and yeah. he's got little red feet. And he's got little red feet, which I'm still perturbed by, by the way. <laughs> They're not shoes. Yeah, uh, they should be shoes, honestly. I think Nintendo, <laughs> if you're listening, you need to change your stance on this. 
Yeah. Their shoes. Please, <laughs> come on. <laughs> and actually, they've got to be at least slip-ons because there's no yeah. visible laces. Well, yeah, little slip-on shoes. Mm. Re- that red yeah. feet. What, I mean, what's going on? <laughs> it's not yeah, right. It's I don't possibly like the only black mark against a game that's otherwise very, very good yeah. is that he's not yeah. wearing little shoes. Yeah, if he's wearing little shoes, brilliant. I think that's fair enough. Right, yeah, yeah. it's time that you load yourself up for the news cannon, my friend. Uh, bring it on. When you tie your shoes and you do the bit where you make the loop goes round, mm-hmm. yeah. rather than tying double knots on your shoes, just go round twice. Because they never, ever, ever come undone. And you can then undo them, just pull, pull, pull at the end of the day. Never, ever, 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 ever come undone. News! And the big item this week is PlayStation Plus, which is funny because mm, going right out, we were, right gonna, out we're recording this late. I'll uh, let the, let the listeners behind the curtain a little bit. Yeah. Actually recording this on the day of release mm-hmm. because uh, I got some sort of bug. I don't know what I got, but I wasn't well yesterday. So, mm. you know, pushed it ahead and lo and behold... Sony changes up the way they're doing PlayStation Plus. They thought we were doing the pod that day, didn't they? Yeah. So, so they were like, like, we'll get them. We'll yeah, get them. screw them over. Like, well, ah, one step ahead of you this Joke's time. Joke's on Tony. you, because I'm yeah. ill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Josh knew he got ill. He ate something dodgy, maybe. <laughs> you got egg yeah. on your face. Egg on your face. Mm. Um, yeah, so PlayStation Plus has uh, is now includes they've merged the two. It's basically everything that people thought it would be yeah. uh, a month or Except so for ago. The name. No one thought it'd still be called PlayStation Plus. I don't think. I thought it would be. Did you? All oh, right then. Well, if they're not going to call it, it spiffy name. No, I reckon that's the perfect boring corporate name. Yeah, There's a sort of element of alliteration there. I, yeah, I, I would have bet money they'd keep Plus. But anyway, pure PlayStation. It PlayStation. Still, it, it, uh, forget it. Pure I can't PlayStation. Even say alliterative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that would have worked. The PlayStation Play Pen. Yeah, there you go. PlayStation you Plus go. is recognisable already, isn't it? It's kind I of. I understand. A, it's kind of a, a Billy. It's a Billy Big Brand. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Previously rumoured, uh, the service will merge the existing Plus and Now schemes into one service. There's three tiers, so you have Essential tier, which mm-hmm. is the same as what Plus is now, six ninety nine a month, and you get your online play, your monthly free games, your discounts, your cloud storage. Uh, they've then got the PlayStation Plus Extra tier, which includes all of that stuff, um, but you also get a catalogue of up to 400 PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, these games will include, so you say, blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalogue, and our third-party partners. This yep. tier is ten ninety-nine a month, uh, thirty-one ninety-nine a quarter, or eighty-three ninety-nine a year. And finally, PlayStation Plus Premium includes all of that stuff, but also adds up to three hundred and forty additional games, uh, which include uh, PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, uh, PSP games, and yeah. PlayStation Three games via cloud streaming which they're yep. describing as a catalogue of beloved classic games available in both download and streaming options, uh, except for PS3. Yeah. Uh, there'll also be cloud streaming access uh, where PlayStation Now is co- currently available and time-limited trials too. Cost-wise, that's thirteen forty-nine a month, uh, but if you buy a year's subscription, nineteen ninety-nine, it works out to about £8.30 a month. Okay. Um, Full list of games yet to be disclosed, but it's said that PlayStation has said they'll include the likes of Death Stranding, God of War, both the Spider-Men, um, yep. Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal. 
Mm. <clears throat> it's going to be rolled out in June. And uh, there was a, there was a kind of an interesting thing with uh, Jim Ryan, who I had to remember is I had to really scratch the old grey matter to remember his name. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I was trying to think of it this morning, and I was like, Sean Layden. No, then, he's gone. No, he's he's thought, Sean Layden's replacement, right? Oh, I see. Right, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Mm. And I'm sure I knew it before, but he's um yeah. Anyway, he says um. <laughs> Uh, he, he was an interview with GamesIndustry.biz where he was talking about um, lots of different stuff because people obviously comparing it to Game Pass and all that, yeah. all that sort of stuff, which is a bit of a misnomer. I mean, it's a it's a reasonable comparison because it's like it, you know, it's a service where you pay money and you get a certain number of games for a subscription. And well, it's and the, by... the, the rumors as well about it were like PlayStation's Game Pass competitor, exactly. You know, yeah, so which yeah, I think it's just a bit up. of bit of over egging but it's yeah. pretty much what i thought it would be mm-hmm. um but anyway jim ryan uh was was talking about the idea of putting for, for, for me that the sort of the main brilliant thing about game pass is the idea that the sort of first party games on xbox yeah launch on game pass that's like it's i mean you know it also has other really cool things it's got older games there's some good indie games on there you know but but that's the sort of like the really really sexy draw is mm-hmm. anything we do goes out on game pass day one which yeah. is not something that sony i mean sony's been quite vocal on on that in the past and said that they're not they're not doing that but jim ryan said uh, quote we feel like we are in a good virtuous cycle with the studios where the investment delivers success which enables yet more investment which delivers yet more success we like that cycle and we think our gamers like that cycle in terms of putting our own games into this service or any of our services upon their release as you well know, this is not a road that we've gone down in the past, and it's not a road that we're going to go down with this new service. We feel if we were to do that with the games that we make at PlayStation Studios, that virtuous cycle would be broken. The level of investment that we need to make in our studios would not be possible. And we think the knock-on effect on the quality of the games that we make would not be something that gamers want. Um, virtuous yeah. cycle? Is that a common phrase in common parlance or is it sounds like the subtitle to a final fantasy game well, it makes me think of the virtuous mission from virtuous which metal, mission which metal gear is that <laughs> um, metal gear solid 3 snake eater yeah yeah it's, yeah that's exactly mission, what it reminds yeah. me of what an odd turn of phrase <laughs> the virgin cliff yeah <laughs> yeah the virtuous cycle yeah yes um but yeah uh, he, he then got, he then went on to say, at a basic level, it's bringing together its PlayStation Plus uh, and, and PlayStation Now subscription services. This is from uh, the, uh, there's a really good article on GamesIndustry.biz uh, yeah, to yeah. check that out for for Jim Ryan's words. Um, so the 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 service what, when they've merged, the service will have uh, 50 million subscribers. Seventy five percent of PlayStation Now subscribers also subscribe to PlayStation Plus. So it makes right. sense to unite the two services. And for those seventy five percent they'll find their overall costs going down. Um, he said, obviously, it's not for everybody, which is why, uh, the, like, talking about the sort of classic games, he's like, which is why those things are in the premium tier. And he says, but there are people like me uh, who've been around forever, who have played those games and loved those 20-odd years ago. Um, yeah. Or maybe it's maybe it's people whose parents rave on about these games and they want to try them for themselves. But then he goes on to say, and this is maybe the most interesting, if you're a kind of retro head, which I am, and you are, obviously. Yes. Um, he says, once we can share the lineup with the world, we think there's going to be a lot of interest in that. Now, that is not a sentence that sounds particularly interesting, but it is interesting. And the reason it's interesting is that 
it seems to suggest to me, and I'll see what you think about this, I don't think it's going to be just the same lineup that's already available on the PlayStation Shop. If you have like a Vita or a PS3, it sounds to me like in terms of introducing older games like PSP, PS1, PS2, it sounds like there's going to be a different lineup. Um, Okay. Where, where he's saying once we can share the lineup, it'd be mm. it'd be weird if he just brought over everything that was currently available on the shop. It would be an odd thing to say, no? Well, you would assume that that would be taken as read that the current library will be brought across, right? Otherwise, you lose. I would have stuff. thought so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but also you'd want some additions. In yeah, there. I mean, definitely. If they're, t- if they're talking about three hundred and forty games taken yeah. from PSP one, two, and three, that's the, you know. Yeah. You'd think there's there's a there's a lot of stuff that's on that's like PS One classic games yeah. that aren't really seen as iconic. So I, I I could fully see that some of the ones that are currently available may may even not make the cut. But I would imagine that you know there are big gaps. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, if you go on your Vita right now, you can't download uh, Wipeout any of the Wipeouts on PS One or Gran Turismo on PS One. I mean, Jeez. those are massive classic games that should be yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, definitely, you know? definitely. Um, so if they're doing that. But it's like, oh yeah, but for some reason, <clears throat> I don't know, Legacy of Kane's Soul Reaver didn't make the cut. That's weird, I can get that on my Vita. It's like, I, I can fully, I can see something like that happening. Although it would, mm. it would be cool if they did what you said and just sort of brought everything over from there. But I imagine it'll be a sort of an updated list anyway. Do you know all I want, and I'm, I'm sure I've probably said this before, I want mm. to be able to put my old blooming discs in my console and for them to work. That's what I really want. <laughs> yeah, I want proper backwards compatibility. Sort this of is super. I know. Yeah, yeah, this isn't good enough for me. Yeah. I'm not. I don't think I'm particularly interested in it. No, and and like, I suppose you got your heart broken a little bit with the old um, urban chaos snafu. Your sort well, of exactly. dream of back compat. You got you you got the old arrow through the heart, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless, oh, yeah, bless you. That, that you were so upset about that. That brother, I just went, well, I, <laughs> I wanted I to give I you a big hug with myself as well because I'd, I'd obviously misinterpreted what they were saying at the time. It, so, I, I don't blame you for that though. Yeah. The communication around it did sound mm. um, like like it was going to be that. Yeah, this was Xbox Series X slash S. Yeah, yeah I, I thought there was going to be full, complete back compatibility like complete, with everything. Put the disc in, everything worked. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why I yeah. thought that. Well, I, th- I think it's just it's doing this stuff is really, really expensive. And the yeah. way Xbox do it, um, from what I understand anyway, is like really, really responsible. They put everything through cert again. They, you uh-huh. know, they, they get QA people in and all that sort of stuff because they're effectively selling a product again. So they have yeah. to put it through. It's not like a. If they if they did if someone did just go yeah like that's what we're doing you put the disc in and it just works like mm. I'd imagine that that would be inordinately expensive I don't know though I, I don't, don't know. know there has to be an elegant solution for PlayStation there has to be if Microsoft can do it on Xbox there must be a way of doing it on PlayStation and I know that the console architecture is markedly different but I well don't I know. would I would say they 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 based they have. Well, yeah, if this premium thing works... Well, no, but, but even you can put PS4 games, like any yeah. PS4 games back and pat, you know, they've, you know yeah. if they've got... It's really only PS3 that you have to that you have to stream because of their stupid architecture. But, yeah, I have no mm. idea about that problem or why that why they can... I expect they could solve that problem um, yeah. if they really, really wanted to, but I expect it's a money thing for them. 
Um, well, haven't they sort of come out in the past and sort of said, we don't think it's important? I know, I think, yeah, wasn't Jim Ryan the person who sort of said, like, yeah... This, we believe in uh, generations. Yeah, it's like, it's not, it's not something that's, like, getting that excited about it, you know? I think He wasn't yeah. he the one that sort of slagged off Gran Turismo. <laughs> Maybe. He sort of said Gran Turismo was at some kind of racing show, and he was like, oh, you put it up against the modern games, it just looks like a joke, you know, or something like that. Wow. I, I seem to remember that, and thinking, mm. oh, no, what? That's not a good attitude. No, jeez. <laughs> supposed to, you know, celebrate the legacy and <laughs> yeah. not slag it off. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm, um, I'm quite up for this. I think I'll probably have a little splash yeah. around. I quite okay. like the old... Well, if it's got Aperscape up on there, on the on the big screen, I'm all for it, you know. Well, see, I've got my nice PS1 copy of Apescape, so do I need it? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you can get it in, get it in HD up on the big screen. Yeah, you know? maybe, maybe. Uh, what if it renders some of my eBay purchases null and void? That'll yeah, be upsetting. That's also true. That's yeah. why I want to stick the discs in because I've got this lovely retro library. <laughs> if I could have Although it, on you my might PS5, be, maybe you'd be lovely. more tempted to if you. Uh, yeah. It depends. Depends how easy it is, or how likely you are to to hop over to the to the grotto and get and get your old consoles out. I suppose. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not that not that difficult to do. Yeah. 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 yeah they're all there. They're all there in the big cupboard. Because I always have mine knocking about, but I actually very rarely get around to doing it. Right. Yeah. I Fair enough. I've sort of. I always think to myself like, oh yeah, I've got like loads of old games and stuff, but I don't get around to doing it as much as I should, you know. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I'll have a big retro games party for my 40th. Oh, do it. Yeah. yeah that'd be good, wouldn't it? About, yeah. about two people would be interested in that, I bet. <laughs> Get, Get the escape out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Knack. Yeah. Uh, mm, you love Knack. A Knack trademark. I never played Knack. It was supposed to be rubbish, what? wasn't it? I-, I didn't like the first one at all. Oh, yeah, there was two, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. And we we never got code for the second one. <laughs> well... Uh, a NAC trademark filing appears to have been made by Sony in Japan, which I think is quite funny. <laughs> um, because yeah. I I sort of thought that the general vibe around NAC was that it was not great. Um, yeah. But it was like a favourite of, of, wasn't it? Didn't like Mark Cerny like love NAC? Well, he was in, directly involved with it, wasn't he? Was he was sort he like the developer director of it or something? Something like that. He he was quite instrumental in it. I seem to remember because it was kind of a supposed to be a showpiece for PS4, wasn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, anyway, it was a trademark filed on March seventeenth, uh, and uh, Gematsu was the first to spot the listing. Posted the details on the site's Twitter. Not too much more information uh, at this stage, but the listing mentions that it's programs for home game consoles. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. It could just be. I mean, you can never really trust trademark filings because companies trademark stuff all the time, even when nothing ends up happening. So yeah, maybe it's nothing. Um, but hey, maybe Knack Three's on the way, and you can get excited about. <laughs> the the other the other um, thing that's been bandied about was the possibility of a sort of tenth anniversary remake or something. Because um, it'll be oh yeah, twenty twenty three will be ten years. Ten years of which Knack. is unbelievable. I can't believe that. <laughs> Ghostwire Tokyo producer Shinji oh, yeah. Mikami mm-hmm. yeah, uh, doesn't want Tango Gameworks to only make horror games. Why? The comments came in an interview by Mikami in the latest issue of Famitsu, 
Yeah. Uh, the former Resident Evil director said he'd like it if fans didn't ha- didn't necessarily associate the developer with a single genre. He said, "I hope to eventually change the image that Tango GameWorks currently has. At the moment, we're still seen as a studio that specialises only in survival horror." Which I guess is because he is who he is, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, Evil Within 1 and 2 were, and Ghostwire Tokyo had horror overtones, even though it's not really a horror. Yeah, it was, It yeah, it had a horror, horror trimmings, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he says, it's nice to have fans think of us as a studio with a reputation for survival horror, but we also want to be viewed as a studio that can create a wider variety. Um mm. But yeah, Bikami himself said that Ghostwire Tokyo is not a horror game. He said some people may feel that Ghostwire has a bit of a horror feel to it, but make no mistake, it's not a horror game. Well, it's an arcade-style um, yeah, adventure. No, that's it, that's it. Arcade-style um, action adventure. Yeah, exactly. No, I saw some negative reviews saying it wasn't scary. I'm like, mm, mm. it's not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I, can, I can kind of... I can understand that because of, cause of mm. the developer, because of the overtones and stuff. But yeah, yeah I, I took about an hour for me to realise, oh yeah, they're not trying to scare me with this game. Yeah. They're trying to do something else. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, a bit of bit of sad news, if you're looking forward to it. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League mm. has officially been delayed to spring 2023. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Take all yeah, the time yeah, you yeah. need, I guess, but... yeah. That's a big old delay, isn't it? It is, yeah. Sefton Hill, the uh, studio's co-founder at Rocksteady, said, uh, made the difficult decision to delay. I know a delay is frustrating, but that time's going to go into making the best game we can. Look forward to bringing the chaos to Metropolis together. Thanks for your patience. It's so, mad to me you know. that Rocksteady, by the time this comes out, will not have made a game, released a game since 2015. It'll have been eight Good years. Grief. Eight years. That's like a rock star number. That's, yeah, it's nuts. That is rare. Um, mm. But, you know, when they do make them, so far, they've been pretty good, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, From I, the I Batman to the uh, dead, have they? Urban Chaos. Urban Chaos was good. The Batmans were good. The yeah. Batmans, yeah. They made um, anything else? <clears throat> Probably, but those are the ones I associate with them. Yeah, same. Batman. Yeah. Um, mm. Ghostbusters, Spirits Unleashed. Uh, has been revealed. It's it, it's made by Illphonic, uh, the people that did Friday the Thirteenth, the game. And I don't like Predator that subtitle. Hunt. What the game? The Spirits Unleashed. Oh, Spirits Unleashed. It's really yeah. sort of early two thousands, that isn't it? Mid <laughs> mid two thousands. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and mm. uh, I always find it funny. Friday the Thirteenth, the game. Like they have to put the game. I mean, it is a game. <laughs> <laughs> I always found it just funny in case, put the... Just in case you thought this was the film, it's not. Yeah. You're going to be really disappointed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Predator Hunting Grounds. But it's yeah. an asymmetrical multiplayer. Um, yeah. You take on the role of a Ghostbuster, or you could play as the ghosts. Pretty cool. Pretty mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Very much got... in their wheelhouse. <laughs> Indeed. It sounds mm-hmm. like, you know, that thing that that studio does, but yeah. Ghostbusters. So yeah. that's great, if you like it. Um, Ernie Hudson... Is involved as is Dan Aykroyd, so that's good. That's you say Aykroyd. Aykroyd. That's new. That's a what new is? pronunciation of that name. Aykroyd. You said Aykroyd, didn't you? Possibly Aykroyd. <laughs> so now it sounds like you sort of got a sort of throat infection. Aykroyd. Aykroyd. <laughs> <laughs> Aykroyd. Yeah. 
So that's good. I mean, you yeah. know, Ghostbusters not been served that well in video games. I, I must admit, I was a little bit sort of like, uh, when I heard the news. I know it sounds really, really uh, miserable, but I don't mean it that way. It's just sort of like those those asymmetrical multiplayer games are a really sort of specific thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and when it was like rumoured that a Ghostbusters game was happening, I sort of had this nice idea of like a single player adventure. So I was a bit like, oh, it's one of them. But it could be really fun. You know, three or four friends playing as Slimer. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I wouldn't mind whizzing around as a little, the green spud, whatever they call it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Slimer folks. Yeah. Mm. Um, yes. Touched on it earlier, but Kirby and the Forgotten Land, most successful Kirby launch in UK history. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of cool. It's the reporting on physical sales data from GFK. According to the figures, it sold 2.5 times the number of copies as the previous record, which was Kirby's Star Allies in 2018. Mm. So, yeah, pretty good stuff, eh? The little the little pink fella who could. Um, did and has. He and did. Continues he only to bloody do so. Will. Yeah, he continues to. And, and you're responsible for that. Get him on for you and... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Nintendo, you, know. you owe me. Yeah. I'd sold two copies of your game. One to yeah. myself and one to Josh. I probably would have got it, but I certainly pulled the trigger then because the price. So, mm. fair enough. There you go. Um, and last but not least, and maybe in a funny old way, the most exciting. Oh, yeah. Uh, although not for the first bit. Immortals Phoenix Rising, which, you know, I didn't play it, but it was meant to be okay, right? I've got um, a sealed copy still on my shelf, <laughs> um, which I haven't, yeah, obviously haven't played yet. Mm. Yeah, I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. <clears throat> You'll get around to it. Uh, well, a, a sequel. Apparently, mm-hmm. these are, these are ru- these are rumours. So right. you know, caveat this as you will. But uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising sequel, and apparently a new two D Prince of Persia game, rumoured to be in development at Ubisoft. Yeah. What do you make of that? Um, see, I don't really have an attachment to the two D Prince of Persia's. Ah, I'm not really that fussed. I never mm. played them. I always sort of looked at them, but I, I, yeah, I played Flashback, and that was sort of similar in my eyes. Yeah, Flashback was like a kind of well, it was a sort of sci-fi of successor, right? Well, it was yeah. I mean, yeah, sort of like a clone, really. It was, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was I mean, oh, Flashback's great. I love Flashback. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, um, but yeah, apparently it'll take the form of a sort of two point five D title, like the original nineteen eighty nine Prince of Persia. So yeah, um, yeah. I suppose you got the, the Sands of Time remake coming as well, right? Yeah, you got that for the three D lovers. Uh, so, yeah. Ubisoft Montpellier is uh, taking inspiration from Moon Studios's Ori series, apparently. Um, once again, however, further details are foggy at this stage. So, you know, Sandy. the report comes from uh, X-Fire's Tom Henderson, yeah. who's uh, often, his name often comes up when rumours abound. Yeah, yeah. Again, don't don't talk to him because he'll, he'll reveal all your stuff. Mm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He He's knows, one of them. He knows it he, all. He likes he, to chat. Yeah, he chats. He chats yeah. big time. Uh, right, it's about time to get quizzical, I think. So, uh, yeah, uh, I shall summon the Matthew. Get summoning, and I'll get jingling. There was a horse magazine, and the song was I love horses, best of all the animals. I love horses. Does everyone else remember that? I love horses, best of all the animals. I love horses, they're my friends. What does that mean? It's that time of the week, that time of the pod. It's quiz time. Uh, quiz. Specifically, boss fight time. Yeah. Uh, we are joined, as ever, by Matt from Upstairs. Hello, Matt from Upstairs. How are you? 
I'm really good, man. I'm ready for this. I've heard Rich is sort of a, you know, really, really up for it this I'm week. I'm going so for you this week. It'd be even more embarrassing if you're going down, that's, son. That's the important thing, right? Like <laughs> going downtown. <laughs> Watch uh, it. Brilliant. Yeah, the current score is six uh, four. Mm-hmm. Um, a to Matt, very, I think we need to clarify. Yeah, very yeah, late win. I don't like this score. I don't like this running score thing. Can we get rid of it. A very late it would have been win. good for you in the last one. Mm. A very late win for Matt last week. Yeah. Uh, swoopy Swooperson. <clears throat> Classic quiz stuff. Classic moments. Big oh, moments. That's what yeah. we're all tuning in. Clutch. For. Yeah. Precious um, memories. But yes, it's time. You have to guess the business, the organisation, the setup, the structure, the foundation, the institution, the group, the hierarchy, or the team mm-hmm. in a video game of my choosing. After I put to you these clues, five. Clue number one. I'm a great company to work for, with benefits including travel around the world and full anonymity. Stop. Uh, Uh, Matt Lorigan. Is it the Psychonauts from Psychonauts? Oh, that's uh, incorrect. Good stuff, though. Bloody good stuff. Uh, (laughs) Clue number two. Uh, my clients include uh, intelligence agencies, organised crime syndicates, and even senators. Stop. Matt Lorigan. Is it third echelon from Splinter Cell? Incorrect. Echelon. Clue number three. I operate New without... New pronunciations this week, sorry. This, yeah, go on. Clue number three. I operate without political affiliation. Oh, yeah. But I am sometimes hired for political means... What? What's stop. This? Who just said stop? Matt. Uh, Matt Lorigan. Is it the Pinkertons from Bioshock Infinite? Incorrect, but I like your style. Going Didn't you say that last week? I, well, I, I said the Pinkertons, possibly. but from Red Dead instead. Yeah, oh, oh, right, yeah. okay. Uh, um, clue number four. My first appearance in a video game was in 2000. And I have appeared in eight games in total, not counting spin-offs. Mm. That's a lot of games. Mm. Eight games in total, not including mm. spin-offs. Not including spin-offs. Ruddy heck. And the spin-offs are really good, I think. But that's just a bit of spice for you, who knows. That's a nice <laughs> bit of spice, yeah. Clue number five. Uh, my most famous uh, employee is something of a fashionista. A fashionista, eh? This just isn't ringing any bells for me. I'd love to take a punt, but I've not even got a punt. I've got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Yeah, I'm a bit stumped as well. That last one's throwing me. Interesting, interesting. I'll go through the clues again. You've only got the five clues this week. Yeah. Great company to work for. Benefits including travel around the world and full anonymity. My clients include intelligence agencies, organised crime syndicates, and even senators. Clue number three, I operate without political affiliation, but I am sometimes hired for political means. Clue number four, first appearance of video game was in 2000. I've been in eight games in total, not counting spin-offs. And my most famous employee is something of a fashionista. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it the la la lu la lo from Metal Gear Solid 2? 
Incorrect. I thought you'd like that. <laughs> I do like it. I'm yeah, a big fan of good, people saying that generally. La la lu la lo. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it Foxhound from the Metal Incorrect. Gear series? No, because First Appearance 2000 doesn't make sense, does it? You idiot. <laughs> but no, but Rich, you're not an idiot because you punted. Yeah, we're, we're all very proud of you that you took a guess despite not all the right. clues adding up. I thanks. do it all the time. It's thanks, it's thanks, true. thanks. It's true. Fashionista, it. it's a fashionista. They're a fashionista. Uh, who's fashionable in a 2000 See, I, game with eight? I think I've got the game series, but I don't know the name of this organization. Really. Yeah, I, I, I've oh. not played. I've not played enough of it. This is classic. Oh. This is cla- This is we go through this every single time. <laughs> yeah, don't we? Yeah, and what used to happen was that we used to sort of go back and forward, and then eventually you'd get it, Rich, and then you'd get the point. But now um, we're scoring. I'm giving you nothing. Uh, Absolutely what? nothing. <laughs> Stop, Rich Walker. Is it Umbrella Corp? No. Incorrect. Imagine because, if I didn't know Umbrella. Yeah, imagine it's 1995 if I- <laughs> as well, isn't it? Or 96, sorry. When did the first Resident Evil come out? 96? 96? Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 96. This is so annoying. Yeah. Yeah, see, I was thinking um, Wesker's quite fashionable, isn't he? With his trench coat yeah, and his sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could add, I could add some, some further spice, or Please I could do. leave it. No, I want spice. Um, <laughs> a craven. Okay. Uh, a craven. My most famous uh, operative is uh, something of a uh, fashionista mm-hmm. uh, who changes his clothes way more than a regular person. Okay. Hmm. That must be a sort of mechanic in the game, a clothes changing mechanic. Who changes their clothes loads in a game? Um. Ah, I feel like I know this, and I should know this. Whenever you want to shut it down, Josh. You know, whenever yeah. you want to no, shut it down. No, 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 Come on, give me a chance. I need this. You've had a chance, I need Rich. This. I need it. I'm going to kick myself. Yeah. Well, you'll kick yourself, but you'll get an even harder kicking. What? Because it, what? Because I love it. Mm. Just, well, just Josh. Just Josh is going to give you a bit of a kick. <laughs> oh fashionista eight games and spin-offs 2000 oh come on this is going on for so long yeah I got I got I got I think I've got to shut this down doesn't sound like you're on this one um, nah forget it I'll have to close it Rich unfortunately uh the answer I'm looking for is the International Contract Agency from Hitman ah oh, that's ah. what they're called yeah, I thought course, you'd be annoyed about that one, Rich. The fucking hell. Agent 47 changes clothes yeah, more than the regular person, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh dear, for yes. fuck's sake, man. And the person I was alluding to is producer Dan, who I think right now will be screaming yeah. uh, at the microphone. Oh, yeah, you're going to get a kicking in the future as well. Oh, oh great. Kickings yeah. from all directions. There you go. Great company to work for. Benefits including travel around the world and full anonymity. Clients include intelligence agencies, organised crime Is it a great company to work for, though? Senators. Uh, yeah, if you don't do mind do, killing folks. Do they do, like, dental and... 
Probably. Well, you can only assume so, mate. Agent 47's got some or nice chompers on him. He's, he's, he's got, got some good teeth. Te- yeah. He has got some yeah. good teeth. But True. they also pay a lot for, for, for one job, don't they? So. Yeah. Well, he's got yeah. a little base out in the countryside. Uh, but yeah, yeah, eight games yeah. in total. Uh, what was it? Spin-off. One. What are the spin-offs? Like Hitman Go and... Yeah, Hitman the Go, ones, right? the sniper challenges yeah. I always really like. I oh. really like the sniper challenges, actually. Anyway, yes, good stuff. Uh, it was a draw this week. I felt like uh, Matt got the thing before, but didn't know the name of the... Yeah, as long as you're happy to take my trust on that. But I got I got to Hitman, but I don't know what the things in Hitman are called. Mm. Like, I've I've played one? I think I played the not one, but obviously the reboot, the first of the reboot trials. I, oh, yeah. I assume you'd have taken the ICA. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bollocks. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I I only read the full name because of you know you were you you're on it as well, Rich. You were like, what game do you change clothes as I like know. a central mechanic? I just my, my brain wouldn't lock in. It's no, just, classic, no. classic classic quiz moments. Anyway, yes, uh, well done to no one in particular, uh, <laughs> unless some of the listeners got it, in which case they can come forward and claim it. Right. Mm. Uh, speaking of the listeners, it's about time that we hear from them. Half-Life 3 already happened, then it was called Bioshock, and all of those things that Half-Life did and did so wonderfully well were picked up by Irrational, and that's where it went. Half-Life 3 would be brilliant. When we get it, if we get it, never ever gonna get it. When we get it, if we get it, grumble, 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 grumble. When we get it, if we get it, Dr. Freeman. When we get it, if we get it, it's never ever gonna let us get around to finishing Half-Life, whatever happens is going to be underwhelming. Questions, theories, comments, queries. You send them in. We'll talk about them. Uh, this one from David Holmes. He says, listen... What, the, the, um, li- the musician? Yeah. Bro, yeah, oh, he's wow. actually put in brackets the musician. I saw him at, in one of the tents at uh, V2002. That's <laughs> good. It's good. Yeah. Well, if you're and, listening, uh, good work. David. Kudos on the soundtracks for Out of Sight and Ocean's Eleven as well. Good stuff. <laughs> and, and so you've been able to thank him for that because he's a yeah, listener. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he says, listening to the pod from two weeks ago, and I'm glad it's not just me that didn't enjoy the dialogue in uh, Horizon Forbidden West, but still felt obliged to click on everything. I press X so fast to skip the actual talking. I think I was doing the 100 metres in, in an old Olympics game. <laughs> Track and field. Oh, yeah. dear. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I stand, I stand by it. I mean, I know, uh, yeah, I get the weird feeling that I'm missing out on stuff, so I have to click every conversation branch, you know. Yeah, I, I do the same thing. Although I did find when I was playing Zero Dawn, mm. I was doing that less and less, and just choosing the, the, uh, the one option with the objective marker <laughs> on it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah. ah, I don't care about the rest. Too much talking. Calm yeah, get down. on with it. Get on with it. Yeah, uh, this one from Michael and a sports guy. That's his mm-hmm. little handle. So it's, nice. you know, different Michaels likes the sports. Uh, yeah, he likes the sports. He mm-hmm. says uh, playing Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West. I don't know which one. I assume playing. Forbidden West. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says having a few rounds of Machine Strike, which is the little the little board game that you can play in that game. Okay, I didn't know that. And he, he says, uh, not as addictive as Gwent or Dominoes from Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, which is true. It's not. Have you played Dom- any machines drawing? Domino. I don't remember there being Dominoes in Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Really? What? Why do I not remember uh, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I thought Machine Strike was quite good in um, Forbidden West. Yeah. I thought it was a fun little 
fun little mm. do- doozy dad. Uh, but he says, uh, what mini games within games are your favourites uh, or stand out over the course of time? I'm I fond of Gwent. But, um, Gwent's that's, great. It's because I can yeah. win every time. So <laughs> that, that's always <laughs> satisfying. And the music in Gwent as well, which yeah. is great. Yeah, uh, yeah. But also just poker in Red Dead Redemption 1, because yeah. it's poker. And it was and it was really well done as well. It was, and you could yeah. cheat. You could have like a card up your sleeve that you could yeah. use. Yeah, which, was, which great. was great. And then sometimes they could find out that you were doing that, and they'd try and kill you. Classic. Yeah, Classic. yeah. I like um, um, the bonus levels in the Sonic games. They're usually quite good. True. true. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, those weird little. But there's just loads of rings floating. Yeah, in a not bit technically mini games, but well, I'm throwing okay. it I know in. what you mean. Yeah. Mm. Um. 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 um, um what was that one that I really liked in... Uh, well, I guess Yakuza, but Yakuza's kind of cheating because... Because there's loads. <laughs> well, they're just full-on video games that are fully playable in the arcade. That's so that's true. not really that's not really a mini-game. It's yeah. just sort of like An actual a game. game. <laughs> in the game. It's, it's like, yeah, it's not really... Um, you know, speaking of Yakuza and Lost Judgment or whatever, mm. Shogi and Mahjong... I must have mm-hmm. played a million games of those. I still don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck's going on. I've read the rules. <laughs> I've tried to really get into them. I, I can't play them. I don't understand Mahjong. I don't understand Shogi. I don't get no. it. No. But you're still having a go. Still Fair having enough. a go, but if someone could explain to me in the simplest terms, like three bullet points, how to play those games, <laughs> that'd be great. Oh, and shout out to uh, the Getaway Gangs of London on PSP as well, because it had uh, the pub games in that were just great. Oh, nice. You could play darts, skittles, and something else. Oh, wonderful. Uh, snooker. They had like a really good. They had like a really good pool table. Um, yeah. They they, they it was top notch mini games in that. Ooh. Completely separate to the main game. I quite like Orlog in Assassin's Creed Valhalla as well. I oh, I quite right. like that. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. was fun. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, Right, we've got a, sh- a dual shockbuster from Jay Jones here. Excellent. Uh, he says, uh, this one for the Richmond Walker below. Love the podcast. Great work, lads. Um, thank you, thank you. Unless I... I can't remember. I, I might have mistakenly not deleted this one and read it out. Or I read it to myself and chuckled, but never actually read it on the air. But Okay. Yeah. What, so we'll, this, we'll we if, might have done this already. See if this rings a bell. Anyway. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> What, what? This is top tier podcasting. This. Well, this is like um, sort of Pilkington shambles as well, isn't it? Yeah. So this is good. Uh, the evil Cockney will call after he's died, um, and the letters are E R. Does sound sort of familiar. Something. Mm. E. The evil Cockney will what? The evil Cockney. <laughs> the so, evil Cockney will call after he's died. Oh, evil dead ripper! <laughs> no, <laughs> evil no. evil ripper dead. Evil. evil ripper dead. No, the answer is Elden Ring. El El what? I don't understand this because no. he's put. So he's tried to. So it's there's a, like a, a capital H in brackets and then E L L, like. <laughs> He'll then ring. He'll then. But why is it a cockney then? Oh, because of the accent. He'll then. He'll then ring. Maybe, but then it's like. But the H is like hell. Hell. Like he's in. He's in. He's evil. So he's gone to hell. So that's why the H is there. So it's like hell. Oh, maybe it's den like dirty den from EastEnders. 
Hell then ring. Hell, hell then, then hell ring. Hell then ring. L. Oh, it's like I get it. It's like how Cockney people don't. They wouldn't say the H. So they just go L. L den L ring. Den ring. But it's still, it still doesn't right. work. No, it's it's shocking. It's, it's a mess. It took it's us. A mess. It took us having to dissect it, and then yeah. me going, "Oh, he means den from his." But we mustn't forget. <laughs> and he's put an H on the front, and no. <laughs> <laughs> but but we mustn't forget that's the true spirit of yeah, the dual shockmaster. That is true. So yeah. in essence, he's succeeded. He's nailed where, it. He's nailed he's it. Where few others have. I would say um, it's a sort of cut above because that is that's shocking. Elden Ring. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, a, it's that's sort of in the mad. same league as like Rainbow. <laughs> that weather stinks. Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> this one from James Power. It's a good name. Yeah. Uh, most underrated game. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine would be Next Machina by Housemark. Oh, that's absolutely You've spot on. Talked about that, haven't you? Yeah, I have. I talked about that many times. Um, it's insane how underrated that game is. It's one mm-hmm. of the best games of recent years. I thought it was a full-on masterpiece. Um, he says it got good reviews, but was overshadowed. Yeah, he says overshadowed by games like Breath of the Wild and Assassin's Creed. It's true. It had the great misfortune to come out in 2017, which is a year when right, yeah. uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Breath of the Wild, What Remains of Edith Finch, Night Rise of the Woods, Zero just like loads of really good loads games. Of good came stuff. Out that yeah, year, yeah, yeah. So. It was a good year. No, that's a that top shout. Top shout. I absolutely mm. love Housemark. What about you? Have you got like a most underrated? Oh game? boy. Um, he also finishes off by saying counters are better than minstrels. Counters. Yeah. I don't think I've tried them. So the, it's kind of like a minstrel, but without the shell. Oh, what's so like yeah. buttons? Sort of, but more like rounded, like without so the flat side. together. A kind of, yeah. Sort of back to back. <laughs> I, I went out and bought a bag of counters when we got this question. And um, mm. I have to say, I disagree. I, I like I the, the crunchy mi- shell of a minstrel. Yeah, absolutely. And I like yeah. the way that the crunchy shell sort of melts. Mm. Yeah. You know, it sort of softens and... Yeah. yeah. So you're wrong. You're disagreeing with him on that. I disagree. I disagree. I think I yeah. think the minstrel has it, but I do agree that Next Machina, in recent years, is the, is the most underrated game. I think. Yeah. Underrated game. I, I don't. I can't think of one offhand. I did. I did get Fuse off eBay recently. And I played <laughs> that, and I thought that was okay. I thought that yeah. got a bit of a kick in for yeah, for sure. For no sure. Reason. And you know what else as well? Um, Bloodstone 007. It's perfectly yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Bond per- game. I don't know what you stuff. want from a Bond game. Yeah, but yeah. that's I mean, that's good everything. It's got Joss Stone. It's, it's got, got Joss Stone in it as Nicole <laughs> yeah. Hunter. Bloodstone, Joss Stone, <laughs> brilliant. I wonder if that was intentional. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, we got a couple here on uh, on Elden Ring or Elden Ring. Hel- Elden Ring. Yeah. Elden Ring. Elden uh, Ring. This one from Michael. Elden Ring feels like a watershed moment in open world design. Uh, is this the end of hundreds of icons on maps, nope. mostly made of empty space with a checklist nope. of tasks that are just there to be content with no actual worth to them? Will Western devs learn the lessons of this game? Mm. No. Uh, no, they won't. <clears throat> I don't think so. But it's also... Still, yeah. it's, it's very much its own thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's its own thing. And in the same way that everyone said that when Breath of the Wild happened... We've not actually seen... Lots of people talked at great length about how Breath of the Wild would change everything, and it hasn't, really. Um, We had Genshin Impact. We had Immortals Phoenix Rising. Both of those games were a number of years later. Assassin's Um, Creed Valhalla. Brimming, teeming with... uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, teeming with uh, (laughs) markers. Yeah, 
yeah. Like on the whole, those games, like they don't. It's. I think it's just a different way of doing things. You know, I. I think for some people, the way that Elden Ring does it is amazing and it was the mm. same with breath of the wild and i responded to it in a in a big way i love the way that they do it but i don't think that it, that one naturally just makes the other one irrelevant i think that the way that um other open worlds work the ubisoft open world or or the open world of horizon forbidden west or whatever it's still a fantastic game mm. it just goes about its business in a different way you know it's funny because my my little brother called me last night so I, I texted him asking how he's getting on with Elden Ring because he got it for his birthday. <laughs> he's like, I I don't like that I have to, you know, find my own way. It's like I see what they're trying to do, and <laughs> I, I do like that, but I'd rather have a mission marker telling me where to go. <laughs> you see, and yeah, that's the thing. So. Some people respond to, and I think the way that certain open worlds are made, they are made basically to be the backdrop of what is otherwise a linear action game yeah um, whereas other open worlds are made for their own ends so if you play breath of the wild it's an open world that's designed to be an open world it's designed to be discoverable in a completely non-linear fashion and however you want to do it whereas if you play something like horizon or assassin's creed there is a set path these are basically linear games that have been bolted onto an open world um mm-hmm. which is not an invalid approach it's a really cool approach it depends yeah. what you like really right? you can still go off and explore off the critical path and Indeed. piss about and yeah yeah, yeah i um, mean having loads and loads and loads of little things to do though it can be a bit crummy oh for sure yeah 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 i mean as i say like i i'm i'm on i'm on his side yeah michael's side i i, I absolutely adored elden ring and for me the worlds that they make um are head and shoulders above the worlds that almost any other developer open world developer makes uh mm. I, I i find them fascinating i love them but to say that it's like you know we can't go back to the other style now i think is uh not quite, not quite how I would say it, really. Yeah. Um, this from Luke Askew, another one, similar vein. After Breath of the Wild and Elden Ring, what's the next game of the generation that will inevitably steal the thunder of the third entry in the Horizon series? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Poor uh, going either. West. <laughs> I know. He says, I'm going either Half-Life 3 or an Amazon Games Studios gritty reboot of Earthworm Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be good. Or the next Bioshock. Oh, yeah. Mm. I, do you know what? I keep forgetting that that's a thing that's happening. That's a thing, and it's happening. Yeah. I need some details to get excited, because at the moment it's just too too nothing. It's well, too, we know um, it's in an ice place, don't we? Ice, is it? All right. Mm. Which that's is funny, because I, I wrote some silly feature about it being uh, powered by penguins and it's in Antarctica and apparently Ashley is in Antarctica so you know there you go why shouldn't it be powered by penguins yeah. what else are they doing well, exactly yeah use, you know, them, use them use them yeah yeah their little waddle you get, they'll only you know, go to hook waste them up yeah, yeah <laughs> like in Batman Returns fit them with rocket launchers and that brilliant that's great that. put little yeah, rockets good on stuff. back yeah yeah um, and uh, last but not least uh, from Martin Locker he says hello I uh, just wanted to say to uh, Josh, fantastic peep show reference in last week's pod. Uh, I love how it went straight over Richmond's head too. What was Laughed it? Out loud at that. What was uh, it? He is talking about um, when uh, we were talking about Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. I think 
didn't go over my head. And, uh, well, <laughs> he seems to think it did. Well, so he's wrong. You didn't respond Martin to it in real Locker, time. If that is your real name. You did. <laughs> Sounds I'm going to have to listen back to it. I'll have to listen back to it. Cause, uh, and I got I this peep show reference earlier in this episode. I just didn't say anything. All right? Yeah, I think I think I think Martin's right. I think it, I think you didn't get no, it last week. I think you're no, out of loop. No, um, no. He says, "P.S. Right, Martin glad Locker's just Richmond. made my list." <laughs> he says, uh, "Glad to hear Richmond enjoyed the vegan bounty." Definitely agree that making it an actual bar should be next on their agenda. All right, you're off the list. And then uh, P.P.S. Uh, as someone that hasn't had an actual Kinder Bueno in years, I thought the Love Roar alternative was the real deal. I Ooh. can't vouch for the white chocolate version, but I'd definitely be interested in hearing how the standard milk chocolate alternative version compares to the real thing, in your opinion. As ever, keep up the great work. Best regards, Martin Locker. Thanks, thanks, thanks. So, yeah, yeah, I want to try this um, Bueno thing. Mm. I can't find it. I need to look for it. I've only had the white chocolate one, so I've not tried the regular... I don't think I've ever had a white chocolate bueno, to be honest. It's in the inferior form. bueno. It's the inferior well, bueno. Well, that's what I thought. Generally speaking, the white chocolate variants of things aren't particularly great, are they? No, no, as you're a, right. As a general yeah. rule. As a general rule, they're not. I, I like white chocolate. It's got its place, but... Yeah. It's, you know... And like I say, I'll be doing a cracking vegan white chocolate bar. Like, oh, yeah. re- really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, right, that'll just about do us. Thanks for the memories. Thanks to the listeners. Yeah, thanks, thanks to, for thanks tuning to in. bloody everyone. Yeah, um, thanks. Well, let me go through the uh, through the you rundown. Got some specific thanks. I got some specific thanks. Yeah. Uh, Adam Cook, Andy B, Colin Mahern for the stings, for the memories, uh-huh. for the jingles, for the uh, you know, for the life. Um, yeah. Get yourself off Snapchat. Good advice. Off Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tweet us at RichieW82, mm-hmm. at Joshy Wise, with your mm-hmm. mad theories, your rambles. Email podcast at videogamer.com with your questions, theories, comments, queries. We love it. We love all yep. of it. Yep, yep. Uh, chocolate bar takes. Welcome. Always. Uh, head on over to videogamer.com for your gaming needs, naturally. Yeah. Um, what else? Um... Don't I think I've done it all. I think I've, I think I've only gone and done it all. You've done it. You you need to get yourself back resting, tucked up in bed, mate. <laughs> get well. I'm gonna I'm gonna make another green tea. Did I tell you I'm drinking a green tea? Yeah, that sounds good. I'm gonna Do make it like? good for like, the... like, either a nice green tea or a little bit of chamomile. Ooh, it's nice as well. That's not a bad plan, right? I'm mm. gonna go and have a chamomile. You all have a lovely week, and we'll talk to you again next week. It's goodbye from me. Goodbye, and it's goodbye from Rich Walker. Goodbye.